0: Hello and welcome to Don't Feed the Geeks, presented by the Long Island Comic Guys, the masters of the geeky verse. <laughs> All right, we have a we have a fun crew here today. We're gonna have our interview later with Don McTagg, awesome interview um, that was pre-recorded with me, uh, TC, JJ, and the Dungeon Master. But um, first, we're going to go into our Geek Beat. Um, right now, well, we have... Let's, let's...
1: Nice yeah, that would be nice if you introduced Yeah, that would be nice if you introduced who is here was here today. I was just about to do <laughs> oh, that. God. I
0: said, first, we're going to go into our Geek Beat, which we have today with us, <laughs> Bojo, <laughs> Toy Story, and JJ. What's
1: up, everyone? W- welcome.
0: Wow, I wish you guys were this quick to jump on to stuff to say normally. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know, I'm, I'm trying to come up with a tagline. Like, we got the DM. like, welcome, Adventures. Like, I'm trying to – I want to try stuff, something out where I've got my own little tagline.
0: All right. So here we go. But no, I'm – Bojo. You, you screwed it up, man. Uh, hi. <laughs> Toy Story. Hello. And JJ. Uh, yeah, Come hi. on. Let's hear no, your no. great ta- I, I don't know tagline. now. See?
2: You, it, the moment's gone.
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. Who's taking away the geek beat today?
1: <laughs> Mr. Bojo,
0: Bojo I, what I, are we doing? I I am sure
3: that we can we can pull this Uh Pull it.
1: Uh, <laughs> we'll bounce around a little.
3: Bop it. Twist it. Anyway, awesome. um, so on the Geek Beat today, we're gonna have a few items of Batman news. Uh, Batman the Golden Child uh, had a little bit of controversy. That's a, a title that's coming up. Uh, was in, like, Eddie Murphy
2: in that one? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's a great movie.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I, Tywin I, Lannister. I, I like it. <laughs> that was a good
3: movie. Uh, the the Geek Beat. I'm sorry. The Golden Child, pardon me, is a sequel to DK3, uh, Dark Knight Returns 3.
4: Another
3: oh, jeez. It's a one-shot issue. Oh, okay. Art is by Raphael Grandpa, which if you haven't mm. seen this guy's stuff, he's, he's unbelievable. He's is dynamic. He he's What's it? Is he a grandpa? I don't think so. I think he's oh, a young okay. guy. Okay. Uh, but uh, he's doing the artwork. It's 48 pages. It comes out on December 11th. That's
2: his last name.
3: Yeah, his last name's Grandpa.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: First time I ever saw his work was in a pinup in Daredevil 500. Um, absolutely beautiful piece of, uh, original Daredevil wearing like the old boxer gear of just absolutely fantastic. Anyway, they've been, um, promoting this book. It's, a uh, it's about Carrie Kelly, I guess is like Batman, Batwoman. Um, and How John old is she at this point? I don't know. 35. I don't like I still idea. a
1: kid or like clearly uh, older? young woman. Okay.
3: Um, and also there's a, maybe a little bit older, um, and Jonathan Kent, who's, I guess, uh, Superman's child, a <laughs> very young Superboy, he has, I suppose, the golden child, mm-hmm. um, but uh, recently got Have a little bit it? of controversy because the promo they were doing for it was, um, you know, Batwoman with a Molotov <coughs> cocktail throwing it and it oh, says, I the saw future that. is young, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And everyone in China was like, what? <laughs> this must be in support of Hong Kong. <laughs> So, like, DC was just like, eh, we're going to pull that.
2: <laughs> so it's canceled. No. They're
3: they're just, they just they just pulled the, the promo image. People misconstrued it and thought that they pulled the cover. Which happens a lot. Cov- yes. They thought they pulled the whole cover. The cover wasn't happening. It was just a promo image with those words on it. The actual cover is still coming That's
0: out. Ridiculous. It'll you be in stores on December like 11th. Oh, wait. Stories. So just the words removed?
3: Yeah. Just, no, just the words and the image promoting it.
0: We're just like, oh, eh, we're just going to pull this from I mean, promotion. I mean, I have no... Um, knowledge of what's going on over there, so I'm not even going to add my two cents. That's, <laughs>
3: the, all I'm saying is, uh, it's it's out later this week. It's out, Ooh, this, it's this
1: out week. on my birthday. <laughs> yes. Oh.
3: Um. In other Batman news, uh, Sean Murphy just recently posted an image that had the the you know he's working on the third White Knight series, and I know last no episode surprise there. <laughs> yeah, last episode I know we talked about the the White Knight series. It was the. Uh, it was just Batman White Knight, and then but
0: it's Batman White Knight and Curse of the White Curse Knight. Curse
3: of the White Knight. Yeah. So this one is going to be called Beyond the White Knight.
0: Oh boy! Oh
2: boy.
3: I don't know if that means Batman Ooh. Beyond, because he did do covers for Batman Beyond. I know he's a big fan of the animated universe. His books feel very much like adult versions of those, uh, you know, the '90s animated yeah, series. Yeah, I can totally see that. But like, Bullock not has no-
0: like a very um, similar look. I feel like Bullock's really. I mean, some of them do. The Batman, I don't get the feel of the. Anime not the Batman, from. but definitely but the some, Nightwing. Yeah.
3: Definitely the Nightwing. Interesting. It, and it's like it's adult, but not in the way that you know the Killing Joke movie got weird and was mm-hmm. adult. <laughs> so is this it is weird? this
2: going to be under the the Black Label?
3: Yeah, it's going to be another Black uh, Black Label uh, uh, comic. I would assume it's <clears> like it. He uh, subtitled it. I think it was like White Knight Three.
2: Yeah, gotcha.
3: Um. Lastly, on the Batman subject is uh. James Tinian was kind of like laying out what he's going to be doing in a few months in the <laughs> Batman title. Uh, for those of you who don't know, James Tinian, who was right... James Tinian third, I believe is his fourth fourth. The fourth. fourth, son of a yes. gun. <laughs> Good for that family. Uh, so James Tinian IV is taking over Batman uh, at the very end of issue 85 and then starting from 86. And the rumor is that he's just running to issue 100. Um, hmm. Recently, in the City of Bane storyline... Spoilers. So if you have not been reading and you are, would like to read it, I would skip ahead about a minute. Um, they killed off Alfred, and he's, he's not dead. I didn't think yeah, he yeah. was. I think plans changed. There's, uh, they would have.
2: There could be a clone. <laughs>
3: I actually think there was going to be a Lazarus pit. I was just going to say. Uh, it was either going to be a Lazarus pit or it was a Clayface mo- person, like fake out. I don't know what it was, but what wind up happening is I think that there was such a response to Alfred dying that they just were like, you know what? There's something here. Let's leave the guy dead and see what happens. So stepping <laughs> into the kind of the, the Alfred role to help rebuild the Batcave, rebuild all the tech, um, rebuild the man is Lucius Fox. And apparently... This kind of dovetails into the whole idea that Batman may not be Batman in a year or so, that somebody else might be stepping into the role, and the the big heavy rumor is that it's going to be Luke Fox, and Lucius Fox being Batman's second-in-command. Apparently, Tinian wants Luke uh, Fox—Luke Fox wants his dad to kind of, like, slow down, step down, uh, retire, and this, you know, whole, like, sleeping three hours a night thing is, like, really draining. Uh, and he wants Luke to step into his role instead.
2: How many times have we done this? Maybe we need to do a show like on a on a on a subject like this, where we've got a Batman and. They've twisted and turned it so many we times. We could
3: do we could do a whole episode uh, just, called the replacements. It's just the so ridiculous.
0: I mean, it's just it, it's only temporary. Mm. It's, a, it's a it's a shake up. Nobody's gonna stay on long term <laughs> for non Bruce Wayne Batman. I mean, I think they understand that. I think it's just a gimmick to get a couple more books sold.
3: Yeah, but potentially. And I you know what? If they have a story to tell, it's interesting. It's different, and eventually comes back to status quo. It's not necessarily yeah. a bad thing. I
0: I have no issue with it, like a short term thing. Like I mean, I I could never even possibly see it. as a long term, like it just doesn't make sense. I mean, even with with Alfred, like I can see him being dead for like maybe a few years, and yeah. then they like you know turning that around too.
3: Oh, they, they would riff on the old uh, outsider character where uh-huh. like there's a, a villain who pops up who knows everything about Batman, and it turns out it's Alfred, who died in the comics earlier. That's hilarious. It's yeah, way back when.
1: um JJ, you are rolling your eyes.
2: <laughs> I'm just I'm so tired of the th- you know killing somebody off and then they'll bring him back later or this and that. It's just
1: is Wolverine still now. Bad? Now we
2: got Lucius Fox. I mean no. his kid's it's gonna so be bad. supposed. Well,
3: Luke, like, Luke Fox, uh, Luke Fox is Batwing. Um, right, right, right. That so I like he's established character. He's not that old. Like he was only uh, recently created back in 2012. Yeah, yeah. give or take. Something I think like that. So he's he's not that old. Um, but yeah, you know it is what
0: it is yeah you know let, let it play out let's see how it goes and
3: we'll go from
2: there you can tell me about it later
0: <laughs> so one of the last things we have on the dc side is um they premiered the new harley quinn animated series on the uh, dc universe so we're going batman and jason here yes <laughs> well yeah that's why i skipped that one so, we, we did a little scooparoo. some people Skip. are confused. Okay. I, I feel like that'll play yeah, yeah. play good at the end um so I saw this, I think just me and JJ. I saw this. Um, yeah, I didn't watch it. Check this
1: out. I forgot about it until you guys mentioned it today.
0: Honestly. Yeah, so I last weekend, it was, it was a quiet weekend. My family was away, so I tried catching up on some stuff, and I saw that this was on there after I watched the uh, last episode of Titans, Ooh. which was pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah. I mean, um, that blown me away. I felt like I overall did, I think, like the first season better, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, but back to the Harley Quinn show. Um, first the portrayal. So there's about five or six characters we're going to talk about. I'm sure there's more that we're just ignoring right now. And we, again, we've only seen the first episode, mm-hmm. but anyone who knows Alan Tudyk, uh, he was the voice of, what is it? K2, 2s K2, S O. Yep. S.O. and, um in Rogue One. He's, been he's done, you know, A Knight's Tale. He's been in a... Oh, he was Fire, in Doom Fire, Patrol. Firefly. Firefly. Um, really was, funny guy. Most
3: importantly, he was Steve the Pirate in Dodgeball. Steve, Ball. The, yeah, Pirate. Steve the Pirate. Yeah, Steve the Pirate. <laughs>
0: he's uh, Sonny the Robot and I wrote that. Sorry, I'm going to stop. I love this guy. He's a great guy. <laughs> yeah, he's really good. He's um, He plays the Joker. He voices the Joker. Um, I thought I, he was... I
2: couldn't tell. Like, when I first heard it, I didn't know that that was he him. He does
0: really good voice work. Um, he does. And, you know, it, it was... I think a lot of us are used to hearing the more camel, uh, Joker, yes. but he, so he made it his own without like trying to drastically change it with like, which I think is a good thing. Right. I thought he was hilarious, uh, kind of seamless in the role. He has the right, you know, voice tone. Yep, yep. Um, I guess, you know, he has the right sense of humor, uh, big fan of him, probably my favorite, um, voice actor. There. What about you? Who he was you my favorite yeah. in this
2: in this animation. Agreed.
0: And I mean, granted, this is a show about Harley Quinn, so I don't, I'm not sure how many episodes he's going to be in there for. But um, my next favorite character was uh, anybody who knows um, J B. Smooth. He's on. Um, who is he? I he's don't. He's in Curb Your Thu- Enthusiasm. I've you never ever watched that. Never he watched plays that. Leroy.
3: He was the one of the chaperones in Spider Man Far From Home.
0: Yes, he was. The two teachers. He was a like, part <laughs> the of the black guy. Yes. <laughs> ah. Yeah. He, ah, he's very funny. He is hilarious. Oh, as he Frank is funny. the plant. One of uh, one of uh, poison ivy's like house plants. Uh, he's great. He makes a lot of jokes. Um, you know, it's it some him. raunchy jokes, but we'll get into that a little bit at the end. Um, <sighs> what? Uh, then we had Ivy. Ivy. She was Lake Bell. Lake Bell does a ton of stuff. Um,
2: I didn't she, look any of these people up she's, yet.
0: She's um, you've probably seen her in like a few small roles here, gonna here her and there. I'm going to look her up right now. But if you ever watch the movie Pets, she plays Chloe the Cat. Nice. Well, my god! Oh, <laughs> Secret, Life, Secret of Life of Pets. Yeah, Secret Life of oh, yeah, Pet. yeah, Pets. She does close. She does a lot of voice work. I think she was good as Ivy. Um, you know? I, I, she, had, she was kind of funny. Like, nothing too crazy. I think she's the right personality for Ivy. Like, not like too crazy or whimsical. She had like the right tone and everything. In my opinion, again.
2: Yeah. I, I felt she was very plain. Like, wasn't, like, even, though, even the animation on her, it was just very plain, and it mm. wasn't, I, I get these visions of, I, I love Poison Ivy, I love the character, and, you know, everybody's got their own take on what she looks like, and this was just very monotone, it wasn't, it didn't stand out.
0: I mean, it wasn't, it, it wasn't, like, crazy, like, sexy that we've seen some versions of Poison Ivy, it was, like, I think trying to get her more of a serious look, Um but yeah, I can get what you're saying. <clears throat>
2: Oh, I like Lake Bell.
0: Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Searching while we talk.
2: Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, Moving on.
0: And then the next um, character we're going to talk about is Dietrich Bader, uh, voices Batman. Now I don't know his character on um, what was it? Uh, it's Oswald
3: on uh, Drew Carey show. Yes,
0: the Drew Carey show. I didn't even realize that was him at first until I looked. Like he does a pretty good job. So he does good voice. He work. was
3: the voice of Batman for Batman: The Brave and the Bold. Oh, oh that's gotcha. right.
0: He's done it before. Yeah, he's a he's a pretty good Batman. I mean, like again, like it doesn't center on him, so there's not a lot of him. But like, when he's there, it's it's you know pretty good.
2: Okay, I, I liked him. I liked I liked his character. I like. Yeah, the, I,
0: I think you know you didn't get too much or too didn't little. get a lot it was, of Batman, which I think I it was liked. the right amount of Batman. Yes, yeah. I agree. Um, so I don't know how you felt about this, but there was only one like portrayal that I wasn't really a big mm. fan of. So, and I love this guy. So Christopher, uh, Maloney uh, again, I don't know. So he's, he's from, uh you know, law and order SVU early seasons. Um, he plays like one of the colonels the lieutenants in man of steel. He's the one, you know, with the knife who, if Is you've that, ever
3: seen what, uh, Wet Hot American Summer, he's the guy yeah. who's in love with the refrigerator. He, he's in
0: some weird show where he's like talks to a rabbit or something, doesn't he? Oh, he was in Happy. Yeah. Based off oh, a Grant Morrison property. Yeah. 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 Oh. oh, I like this guy. He's yeah. in Oz,
3: too.
2: He, yes. Oh. Yeah.
0: oh, he's in Oz. That's,
2: that's an extreme <laughs> yeah. rated, not for kids.
0: So, But my issue was- I like him. Is okay. that they made Gordon like super burned out, like cra- he's like almost like a crazy whimsical, like he's overly w- burned out character. And I'm like
2: I think he's worse than Harley on a bad day.
0: Yeah, like he seems Believe like he's like Harley, over yeah. the yeah. Yeah, well we're well, saving Harley for for I, last.
2: My least I hated that character. <laughs>
0: I, I, I it just it made Was no, it her voice? No So Kaylee Kuoko oh, first is okay. voicing Harley. Okay um she's obviously penny from the big bane theory i don't really know so i believe she's producing this show with a production company that she did with someone else um so it, it, you're, um bojo is looking at a, an image right now it's we haven't got to that yet That's it was, some
1: serious five o'clock shadow
0: really uh yeah it was of Who? very introductory Gordon.
2: yeah he i didn't like the character like, it's like an it an was just shadow. like it,
0: yeah. if, if uh,
2: they should have kept him out
0: yeah, I think it ruined a lot, especially the scene on top of the building. Like it just. Yeah, I, I watched that again, and I was just like, "Well, let, let me make sure I get my thoughts right here on this." And I watched it again. And I was like, "Yeah, I do not like it. <laughs> it wasn't for me. It's not that I didn't like it. it he it's just his it. his portrayal just wasn't for me." Yeah, oh, yeah. good way to put it. Um, but so let's get into Kaylee Cuoco's, uh Harley Quinn. Um, so I have mixed feelings. I know your feelings. I thought at times she was okay. Mm. It's hard because like I don't really know anyone else who does her voice other than um, the one who's who did her voice. i oh, apologies, I don't know mm-hmm. her name in the um, in the animated series. Uh, Tara Strong did it for a while. Yeah. I don't
3: think she was the original though, and I don't know the original uh, voice actress's yeah. name. And I'm I sorry. mean,
0: I, I'm very used to like that Tara voice. Like a yeah. Yes. Uh, 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 and I don't think she was awful. I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt and like maybe oh, yeah. check out one or two more, but um. It, like, there's times where it just sounds very much like Penny. Yeah. And not so much like. There's, she did a couple, there's lines here and there where she's doing a good job, but I just, I don't know. I felt like
2: her voice didn't fit Harley. Like, it wasn't, yeah. it didn't fit. And if you closed your eyes, you would not think that you were watching Harley. Like, hmm. it would just, it didn't fit at all. What? oh, you want me to scroll? <laughs> just say scroll. <laughs> um, yeah, I, my, I I wasn't a fan of it. I, I'm hoping I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt, also, and I'm hoping it gets better.
0: So again, this is the I guess the last point we'll we'll talk about before putting this thing to bed is it is an adult original mm-hmm. animated series. It's geared towards adults. It's like rated R as to the the most it could be R, and it just seems like the like the violence was like some people were like it was too violent. I was like I think the violence was okayish. It's all right. Um, I don't think it was too terrible, but the the
1: profanity was it just cursing for the sake of cursing, and that's was, and that's what it, it
0: was, was. forced. like it, and it felt was, like the first episode of Titans season one, where like they were just cursing and like being overly violent to prove a point. Where it's just they, like, yeah, hey,
2: they only did one curse word in the first one. It was the F word that he dropped. This no, one no, here there was a couple there here and are there. But, but this, this one, this one, oh, one yeah. it's it's her like, her her third word in the show is an f-bomb yeah
0: the third one and then it's like right, the, and it doesn't stop the opening scene her and joker are just cursing back and forth and need like the characters they're interacting with are cursing like I non-stop I too. didn't think it was needed yeah it seemed they that.
3: might have planned that they might have planned that simply because if, if it's a harley quinn cartoon parents think the kids can watch it yeah. if your third word is an f-bomb you immediately stop it and that's as far as the kid gets mm. It might be a situation like That's true. It was actually a turn off. It, I I, I,
2: I didn't enjoy what because of that. And
3: I, I I I got Listen, I'm a I'm a US
2: Navy veteran. Like I talk trash. I I speak
1: Yeah, but if got even in movies and stuff, I don't mind if it's in, feels like it's Right. Out it it, it feels yeah. like If out it of feels place. out of place. This, this yeah. then was it not work. this this didn't fit. Yeah, it yeah. didn't yeah. fit.
2: Maybe certain parts, but it was just it was so much of it.
0: I'm going to give it like maybe one more episode or two more episodes to get a feel for it, but it I don't 20 know. 20 minutes, half it's, hour. Yeah, about that. It, are, yeah. I'm I'm not so completely
3: sold yet. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that it was made for me. I saw Probably t- not. I, I saw this, guys. Yeah. yeah. No, no. In all seriousness, I watched the the Harley Quinn movie that came out, the Batman Harley Quinn movie, which incidentally is Bernadette from the Big Bang Theory. Yes. The yes. actress does the voice of Harley Quinn see, in that. And I
0: can see her more as that. It and that, and that's great.
3: She it, sounds great on that. It fit better. The yep. movie was, oh yeah. my God. But the voice fit at least. Yeah.
2: This voice didn't fit
3: yeah I don't know I, I saw the trailer for this I knew that there was they were bleeping out stuff in the trailer and I was like this is not you know not it's even harder though me. when you have
1: an iconic voice to base it off of right yeah know?
3: and she was like, introduced in the cartoon first it's not like you you have like a, you, uh, a character on yeah. a piece of paper that you're basing your voice
0: on <clears throat> yeah you she have, has
1: like a specific way that she talks that you base it off of just like Joker you're comparing everything to Mark Hamill like right. the
0: thing that bothered me the most is the way she said pudding she's like my pudding yeah like it was, it was I think I even did it better than her she was like puddin', puddin'. It, it, just, <laughs> it was it, weird. It was strange. Um, yeah. Did, did you have any other thoughts on that?
2: No. I, I'm gonna give it. I, I'll pro- I'll probably watch the entire season. I, I don't
0: want to give it like a grade yet. No. Wait till um, the end. Yeah. Because right
2: now it would be so low yeah, that. But yeah. I'll I'll end up <laughs> I'll end up watching the entire series. But it's just I don't. I...
0: All right. Seems like a long bit for the geeky. Well, well, Sorry. Well, well, <laughs> let, let, let's let's jump on to the other side
1: of uh of the pond here. So with, I want to uh, hear Marvel. about this. Uh, fractional shares of a comic what is this about oh
3: you guys didn't see this no alright cool so I saw this article where there's a I guess like an investment firm or something like that that's that's starting to try and sell fractional shares of a comic or fractional shares of things so you can literally buy a share of Hulk 181 yes like they have a 9-8 copy of Hulk 181 and since this this book keeps going up and up and up in value is it really
1: though still going up
3: this I think a nine eights worth how much these days?
1: Nine eights are solid mid grade mid to mid upper has been going. So down, like they would still...
3: sell shares in this, and then as that book continues to balloon ah. in value, like you could either sell your share to someone else to buy a share. The stock. For... Yeah, so, it's basically what it is. Funny. It's a commodity, which I just think is wild. That's... This has got to be capped. I'm actually surprised know.
1: that hasn't happened sooner.
3: See, like that's that's why I wanted to bring this up yeah. is like for the collectors out there. Like I thought this was fascinating. Yeah, why hasn't is. this been done before?
1: That is, everyone
3: what? pools their money and goes and buys a Detective Twenty Seven or something, or maybe a like Fantasy Fifteen. It
0: might not be like publicized, but I'm, there probably are people who are doing well, it. Like yeah. like say the 3 groups. of us are like. I mean, like, this hey, is different like, than
1: people splitting a comic. Like yeah, you are selling shares. Uh, like, yes, you know what I mean. One of my
0: favorite Simpsons episodes. Oh,
3: that's
1: I've actually seen that. That's, that's interesting. Um, that is interesting.
2: I did not hear about this. Yeah, but there's got to be a hard cap to eventually
0: some of these books. Like a whole how high can really a Hulk? When well, that's comes? with anything. We say that every year, and then it keeps uh, going. Does it?
3: Yes.
1: Uh.
0: Yes. I mean, I, I think you're going to see it hit its probably peak once they announce. Another Wolverine.
1: Yeah, and then it'll slow. And then it'll it'll, it'll plateau for a while, I think. Well, and then I think that's part it... of
3: the heat on this is like, hey, Marvel finally has the Fox properties back, yes. the X Men properties back, yeah. there's gonna be a Wolverine and there's gonna be a a good Yeah, they're well, I mean than like that. Hugh Jackman was was great. Yeah. But like they're gonna have it's not gonna be a disappointment a Marvel like cinematic Fox universe genre. Wolverine.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, this if even if this book goes down, it's never gonna be worth like worthless.
0: He's yeah. he's the their in my I don't you know, people can argue all they want, he's their second biggest character. In I the agree. comic books, it's Spider-Man, then him. Mm. I don't. I mean, maybe with the movies, other characters have have you know jumped up there in popularity. The only reason people buy X-Men books, I guarantee you, the X-Men books that he's in are the ones that sell the most. I buy it for Cyclops. <laughs> yeah, but you're in a minority. I think you would agree with me, as a former employee of a comic book store, the the books that generally sell, it. especially X-Men, yeah, are the ones Wolverine's. Yeah. Are <laughs> featured in.
3: Yeah, I would I would say that Wolverine is generally a draw. Deadpool is a
0: draw. Um but I feel like Deadpool's more of a recent thing though. Oh yeah. But Wolverine that's the thing is like Wolver- Wolverine I feel has been big since like the seventies. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't originally
3: popular. Fun story. Really? Fun fact he was not originally popular. It was only till after the Hellfire storyline, the Dark Phoenix storyline, that he wound up being popular. Yeah,
0: because then he finally got that one cover appearance and they gave him like awesome It was the <laughs> the
3: ending scene where it's like um he's in the sewers and he turns around and he's like, Now it's my turn. Yeah,
0: I love that. That was a great. Read. That was
3: a that was a big turnaround for the character. People wanted Claremont to kill him. Before <laughs> no that, way. I'm not kidding. Um, last thing, I'm going to kick this over to uh, Toy Story.
0: Ooh, we're gonna...
1: we are getting into Star Wars.
0: Season, so I think everybody. we should talk about one more thing briefly after
1: this, though. After this, Black Black Widow. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that was <laughs> a thing. Yeah. I'll be quick. So, and actually, in addition to this, something I learned today. So this is a super rumor, but I'm seeing it a lot online. So J.J. Abrams said that he finished. They, they finished the movie officially as of last Sunday, which is was a Sunday before Thanksgiving. Yep. So officially finished as of then. What people are saying, insiders, are that they were trying to decide between three cuts of the movie. One was... And they all had different endings. That's what the different cuts were. One was J.J. Abrams' cut. One was Bob Iger's cut. And one was a George Lucas cut. Wow.
3: And which one did Hayden Christensen direct?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the rumor is that... The first two did pretty bad at test screenings, and Lucas's did the best, so they're likely going with that. It's all the middle baby, and that <laughs> Hayden is in Lucas's version. Ooh, so, so only in Lucas's version? That, that's what I saw. I have no idea how true this is, but it's been floating around. I it's can't believe you're I can't believe you're spreading rumors. I know, because I I, <laughs> would, I love spreading I, rumors. I, yeah.
3: <laughs> so the real question is, who did that? What which which version did the the terminally fan see? Because apparently yeah. there was a a terminally ill fan in in uh, in England with cancer yes. who uh, who tweeted at Mark Hamill, J.J. Abrams, and uh, and Disney Star Wars like uh, a little while back, a few months ago, and um, Lucasfilm said that the it wasn't ready, but he would be put on the list, and, and he was able to, to actually see it on Sunday the twenty fourth. Yep. It's you great. know. So maybe they did decide. So maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe. He, I mean,
1: it's done now. Maybe so he made the decision. Maybe. (laughs) It seems like a lot of power
3: to give a dying man. (laughs) Well, you know. Which is
0: terrible to see. I like
1: that they do this though. They did this for Force Awakens too with someone.
0: I know they did. Didn't they take this like from a movie? movie? Fanboys. Yeah, Fanboys. Great movie. Fanboys is basically based on like some like one of their buddies is dying Dying. and they're like trying to get to Skywalker Ranch. At, to see *Phantom Menace*. That I mean, was. That, I feel bad. Have for you that seen it? I've seen. That the was thing. the no, first. movie. Oh, it's a great
3: movie. Yeah. Dan Fogelberg's in it. Yeah, yeah. Like that was the first movie I ever saw him in. He's in uh, *Walking Dead* currently, I think. But bef- like, he's been in the the recent um, *Fantastic Beasts* movies. He's, yeah, the he's the best character in it. He, he's also he's oh, also on the gold. Oh, um, the he's, baker. He, yes.
2: Yes. He's exactly also on, he's go. also on the Goldbergs. I love him in the Goldbergs. Oh, he's good. He's really good. He's yeah. He's great in the Goldbergs. He's really funny. I love him. Anyway, but it's a, it's you got to check it out if I you yeah you, ha, you have to check it out.
3: I think that's it for the, Geek Beat. We'll be seeing Star Wars in two
0: weeks. Yes, but we do. We'll
3: see. Are we gonna about Black Widow? Oh, oh. <laughs> Black Widow. <laughs> if it's not Black written little. down, I I can't. I don't remember. Things. All right,
0: so who remembers the most about what they saw?
3: Oh, so uh, there was a a trailer that came out. Some fat recently. dude
0: wearing a weird suit. So good.
3: What is dude, that? Awesome. So
0: I didn't so hear it. Good. I had awesome. to read it because I forgot my headphones at home today. But um, I saw him put it on, and, like, whatever he was saying, I was like, he's going to be great as this guy. This is so perfect for him. Okay,
3: so we're talking about the new Black Widow trailer that dropped. And it's our first shot that we're seeing um, everybody, basically. All we've seen so far is concept artwork. Yep. So all we've seen is, like, that that one shot with Taskmaster in it. I briefly saw him in the trailer. I only watched the trailer once, so maybe I'm the worst person to be talking about this. (laughs) So I I didn't go back and and double-check what he looked like. But, but... Let's talk about David Harbour yes. as the Red Guardian. Uh, yeah, it looks great. He's got a great, mag- great so big excited. bushy beard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh he's so and crazy.
0: that's definitely going to tie into like Stranger Things three. He's like, I need to have the big, <laughs> <laughs> big bushy beard. <laughs> he's
3: practicing this rush. Yeah, and...
0: I'm not I'm familiar sorry, with Star that Star character. When I saw that, I'm like, what is that? He Did... had a one, co- one or two comic appearance. It two? was
3: literally like Avengers 43, 44. Wow. Yeah, well, there you go, people. And then spoilers. You don't make it.
0: Oh, so... <laughs> Um, His
2: yeah, cholesterol but... level must be really high.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love it. though It's like you got fat. <laughs> <laughs> so, when does
2: this story take place? So, in, I, the, in the Marvel movie, I universe? heard after Civil
3: War. I heard yes, after yeah. Civil War, but before Infinity War. Okay, yeah. so it squeezes into that little time. I guess she's like revisiting Budapest. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, which was I'm like,
0: yeah, briefly teased. So, is Hawkman going to be
2: in this? Do we think Hawkeye? Hawkeye?
0: I don't think so. Oh, man. Hawkeye. Um, maybe. They they've said no, but that usually means he's probably going to have the smallest of categories.
2: He's got to probably make it, because they talked about that in one of the shows. It was Avengers. The
0: original Avengers yeah.
3: movie. Interesting. It was, I have see. a lot of red in my ledger, I think was the line. Yeah. 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 yeah this is okay. just like Budapest. But it looks exciting.
0: Was it May 1st? May 2020. May 2020. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So that's, a, that's good. First Marvel movie since... Uh, and end game. game yeah
3: crazy good. that's a lie because Spider-Man Far From Home came out after that's come, a, on, that's a, that's come, a, come on that's a F fu. So, it's a
0: Sony slash Marvel you. joint production so and technically it was, he was right
3: it was delightful <laughs> oh you finally saw it yeah I finally <laughs> saw it it, was, de- it? De- it was delightful right, good, right? I that's actually have um, I have I rented Shazam and Hellboy recently from uh, they're both on sale <laughs> I haven't watched them yet they're literally just like Hellboy's on
2: Hellboy Hellboy will be January on HBO
3: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wait. Oh, well.
2: Actually, no, I think it's this month. I'm sorry, this month.
3: That's okay. Same thing with John Wick. I don't have it, so that's fu- that's fine by me. <laughs>
2: John Wick 3. I want to see it. All I'm saying Anyways, is
3: David David Harbour movie
0: Yeah.
3: ties in, yeah. and I think it, it brings us to uh, Let Me Do That Again. I think that closes
0: out the geek beat. All right. So we don't want you guys to be confused. Uh, we did previously record this. It is going to be TC, JJ, and the Dungeon Master with our awesome interview with Don Matek. Very good. <laughs> Okay, so very special interview today. We are interviewing a comic artist, Don Mateg. Don, how are you today?
5: I'm doing great. Thank you.
0: Thank you for joining us. We've been uh, we've been trying to do this for a while. We're so excited that you uh, you had some time and you could uh, chat with us tonight. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
5: Yay, me too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we're really excited to talk about your new project, Divinica. Uh, that's with Rothick uh, Publications, correct?
5: Yes, that's correct, with J.P. Roth and uh, published by her company called Rothic.
0: Awesome. Nice. All right, but before we get into that, we want to talk about the Don Mateg origin story. So, you know, like, we we try to describe it to people as, you know, what would your origin story be if it was in, like, a comic book?
5: I love that. (laughs) I'm a horrible writer, so
0: I'll do my best. (laughs) Uh, It's all right. I'm sure Um, you'll do fine.
5: Well, that includes J.P. Roth as well because – um she and i have known each other since we were kids and um she has a bunch of novels that she's written and um at the time she wanted to start them out as comic books and of course that was the plan and she followed through on that they did come out as comic books first and she wrote me and was like i'm thinking about getting into comics would you consider drawing uh for some of my comic books and i was like no i'm not that good like (laughs) i had followed comics for a long time so you know my origin story starts out as very much a fan of um j scott campbell mark silvestri mike turner um
0: all all very good choices
5: (laughs) and so i um I knew what comic art looked like and I knew I wasn't up to snuff in my opinion. Uh, She would not take no for an answer. um, And basically was like, you're doing this or else. (laughs) So I'm like, yes, (laughs) ma'am. And um, that's how I personally got into comic books. I mean, drawing for them.
0: That's cool. Very fun stuff. Um, So we did, we did a little bit of our due diligence and research on you. Um, Basically we, um, we scoured your website, and um, <laughs> so <laughs> so we saw that you um you've lived in you know various countries and places. Um, do you have any interesting stories or interesting places that you've uh, you've been throughout your life?
5: Um, did I? Could you repeat the last thing?
0: I said. Or ha, can do you have any like fun stories or like you know want to share like any of the interesting places that you've lived or you know the stuff that you've done in uh, various places?
5: Oh, yeah. Well, I um, was born in Melbourne, Australia Wow. and oh. um, lived the majority of my life overseas, like you saw. Um, I would have to say one of the countries that had the greatest influence on me would be Japan. Mm-hmm. So I lived in nice. Japan for, I think, three and a half years. Um, and in that time, I learned to speak Japanese fluently. I could not read the, the kanji letters. Right. But they put most of it in what's called Romaji. So that's kind of English letters, Japanese language. Wow. Um, and I really got into um, a lot of the comics there. So I would say that my um, original influences were definitely in the Japanese anime, um, and that style is something that I um, I love. And um, over time, of course, my style has shifted a bit, but I would say that like I still somewhat draw eyes the way I used to just updated <laughs> I put my own spin on it but definitely like if you look at the way I draw eyes technically if you compare them to a human eye they're so wrong on so many levels <laughs> but it, it um, influenced my style in that I have a little bit of that anime esque element into my own work even though of course it's not exactly the same um as far as stories, I mean, I got to do so many different things. And, um, uh, one time in Japan, I did one of those ramen bowl, uh, eating contests. And I
0: ate <laughs> bowls wow. That's amazing. Ramen. <laughs> did you say, a
2: winner
5: with chopsticks. <laughs> did you say 11
2: bowls? You said 11, <laughs> you said 11 bowls you ate. I'm sorry. You, did you say you had 11 bowls of ramen?
5: Yes, they were they were mini bowls, oh, but yeah, in like the course of five minutes or something, it was like one of those timed food fair races.
0: Wow, still, <laughs> still pretty impressive. I didn't win. Wow. At all.
6: that's crazy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that, that's awesome though. Um, so, in terms of like your artistic background, like, do you have any like family that was also into art? Maybe like any of your siblings, parents, you know, anybody that like that within your family that kind of uh you know you were inspired by or is it more just kind of like outside influences
5: um definitely my mom has a, a strong artistic side uh she focuses a lot more on um painting and then crafting and sculpting so she really enjoys that uh as a hobby she you know took care of us yeah. of lives. so um she didn't get into art as a profession but she definitely nurtured that in me Um, my dad is not an artist at all, but he really was the encourager. (laughs) (laughs) So when I would like pitch a fit. And throw all my art stuff in the trash and be like, I'm horrible and I quit forever because um, I'm like that. Um, my dad would like pick it all up and be like, It's so nice, you did a good job, sweetie.
0: Very supportive. And so he
5: Really encouraged me along for sure. That's great. Um, as far as professional artists in my my you know small family, no, I'm I believe I'm the only one.
0: Very cool. Are, are nice. your kid, I, I know you've mentioned that you have a, a couple of little ones running around. Are any of them into art? Um,
5: my youngest is. Uh, I, my little ones aren't so little anymore. Yeah. My eldest is 17. Oh, okay. <laughs> my uh, middle child is almost 15. And then my youngest is nine. And he is currently working on issue six and each of his comic book issues are a hundred pages. Wow. Um, wow! And he is on issue six of his own comic called Catman.
0: Great! And That's awesome. It's
5: actually influenced <clears throat> by Minecraft and Roblox, <laughs> uh, which are games. Yes, <laughs> for yes. For those who don't know, um, and it also turning our cat Sherlock into <laughs> a superhero so he's <laughs> he's working on it and he has all his buddies doing fan art it's really cute that's
0: awesome that's really
6: cool <laughs> that is cool yeah, yeah that, that's good to hear hopefully he'll get his work published <laughs>
5: oh yeah i mean his his grasp of of certain things like you know uh framing ideas his storyboarding i'm i'm like dude i need to like sit down and learn from you he's got, he's got it you know it's, it's so a good cool. person
0: to bounce ideas off of
6: Yeah. 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 So, um, I know, uh, uh, I follow your, uh, your newsletter and stuff and I know that you, uh, you're, you're quite busy in the traveling and when you're not traveling, you're extremely busy at home. Uh, I just wanted to know is like, how do you, your balance your home and your business travels? I mean, when I see you at the conventions, I usually see you by yourself. Does, does your husband, Always travel with you, or do you have an assistant that's kind of like behind the scenes that nobody sees?
5: <laughs> uh, well, thank you firstly for being on my newsletter. That's so cool of you.
6: Oh, absolutely.
4: Um,
5: well, as far as the travel goes, um, I I usually end up being at a show with other artists that I know. You know, so you'll be next to somebody like because we bump into ch- each other a lot. You know, I kind of know everyone at the con for the most part or at least a few like con um, so I never really feel like I'm alone alone. My husband is not able to travel with me because when I'm gone, he manages everything on the home hmm.
6: front. Gotcha. Everything. Gotcha.
5: We gotcha. don't live near um, any family. Uh, both of our parents live in the U.S. So um, we don't have any grandparents around or anything like that that we would be able to leave the kids with. So as such, you know. We have to really schedule everything so that he can take the time off work. Um, and then as far as the conventions themselves, I need to get more in shape. So I'm cool with carrying all my bags <laughs> and not getting too wiped out because I'm such a desk potato. It's, I'm a desk potato, not a couch potato. Yeah. <laughs> a I,
0: don't, I don't know. We, we, read, um, we read your workout yeah, regimen.
5: I handle uh, <laughs> the conventions and the travel and my luggage and all of that on my own. But it's not a big deal.
0: Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I, I don't know if uh, I don't know if you're being honest about that uh, need to carry the bags thing. I read the workout regimen that you have listed on your bio. It seems pretty intense. That's <laughs> that I need to update that. That's when I was really on it with that uh... shit. <laughs> so now I need to uh, get back on that and do better. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> So, so you briefly did mention the cons. Do you have any that are, like, a favorite of yours or that, that's, like, kind of your, the, the most fun to attend as a as an artist?
5: Well, for me, um, they're all so much fun to go to. I'd say New York Comic Con is really fun because you are smack downtown. So you yeah. get to – and the, the city never sleeps, basically. Mm-hmm. So that's after true. the show day is over, you know – in a lot of other places, everything that the city has to offer is closed by the time I get out of the, the, the con, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and I pretty much get to the show and get back home as quickly as possible. So I don't, I'm don't, i not really able to go around and see the city, whereas in New York, I can. So I'm not in any way d- dissing anyone else's city. <laughs> it's just I do get to see New York when I go there, you know, go yeah. to Times Square or whatever, eat some street meat, which I love. <laughs> um <laughs> And then the Calgary Expo, because it's, it's my home show, um, so my husband can be there with me, and I get to sleep in my own bed. <laughs> it's really <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> so I'd say those two are really fun. But there's something wonderful and exciting about every con. Um, I get to see people that you know i've been talking with on facebook for instance for four years and then i finally get to meet them you know or i see someone's stack of comic books that they bring to sign and i'm just like oh my god it's it's, just, <laughs> it's so surreal i don't think i'm ever going to get used to that
0: yeah, yeah. that's got to be awesome you, you just just a quick one um next time you're there the best street meets 53rd and 6th Avenue, the halal guys okay <laughs> JJ you got a question? Yeah, so
2: a quick question. Um so at the cons, do you you get a lot of requests for sketches and and drawings and everything like that? Is there one that sticks out the most like somebody asked you to draw a lot of?
5: Probably yes. I would say um mostly I get asked to draw Harley Quinn, mm. then mm-hmm. Lady Death and Wonder Woman.
0: Okay. So just yeah. so you know, JJ has a star girl from you yep and you you told him was that the first star girl you'd ever done absolutely yeah <laughs> that, that was done at yeah. uh baltimore, baltimore comic Con. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah
2: and i love it it's one of my favorite pieces so thank you very much
6: thank you <laughs> now I, I i know you had mentioned that uh both your uh parents and your husband's parents are in the states what um what made you guys decide to settle in canada of all places
5: I know, right?
6: <laughs> not, not that well, it's bad. Um, I'm not putting anything we, bad on Canadians or Canada itself.
5: Yeah. My husband is Canadian. So Dan, he was born Canadian. I was born American, right? Uh, but both of our mothers are Canadian. So my mom is Canadian. His mom is Canadian. Um, our dads are Americans. <laughs> um, so we're dual Nice. Um, nice. And Dan uh, grew up most of his life in Vancouver, um, and so he wanted to move back to Vancouver um, when we were deciding where we wanted to live, and I um, I was not going to do it. I, <laughs> I can't handle that kind of rain, it really bummed me out. So um, we, we kind of looked around to decide where else would be fine, and I'm like, Calgary's sunny. <laughs> Little did I know, it gets like fifty below zero for the winter, but it's still. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um,
0: so I was gonna, I was gonna so
6: say is like
5: that's did... kind of why we decided to move here. Is also we wanted our kids to um go to school in Canada, so nice. um those were kind of our reasons why we did that. And again, that's nothing against um anywhere else. It's just when you kind of you can choose either country. We just felt that Canada was a better fit for us. That's all. Nice. Sure. Good. Good.
0: So I know you have like all the technical equipment and supplies that you use listed on your, um, your website again, but I wanted to ask you something outside of all that technical stuff. What are kind of the the must haves in your art space when you're, when you're, you know, knee deep in work? That's such
5: a good question. Oh, thank you. I always, I always look for that. But if I had to like, (laughs) pick three things um the three things i can't live without <laughs> and you're gonna think i'm completely nuts
0: no we know my a lot of crazy people my don't drawing worry. gloves okay
5: they're so running sleeves and they're thumbhole sleeves fingerless i can't function without them i feel naked drawing without them like i might as well just run around streaking because that's how uncomfortable i feel i know (laughs)
4: it's very weird um
5: then the other thing i need is a kneaded eraser and a mechanical pencil if i'm sketching it needs to be the 0.9 millimeter if i'm doing refined work or like final lines it needs to be the 0.3 wow and then if someone's being really kind and letting me take one more item, it would be a little duster brush to get rid of my original because <laughs> I don't like touching the paper. Then, the- yeah, I just, I feel like skin should never really be in contact with the paper and I'm really weird about it. So those are my things.
0: <laughs> hey, everybody has their thing, you know? Um, so one of our members who couldn't be here tonight, we call him Bojo because uh, as a kid he got nicknamed Bonus Jonas um he he's an art guy too and he was looking at some of the social media posts that you made and noticed that you used a lot of copic markers do you just use those in your sketching or have you used them in your final work as well
5: well i've done a few covers with copic marker um so i did a vampirella 50th anniversary and that was like a mixture of copic marker and um colored pencil um for the most part though they're they're majority they're they're, the majority of my work is um like i need to rephrase that okay (laughs) copic markers are primarily for commissions okay um and then um for my actual like cover work and stuff like that for the most part it's drawn inked in black and white and scanned and colored digitally so copic markers are you know they have a place in um actual published work so like Divinica issues one through three I colored completely with Copic marker oh wow um they're a little bit more time consuming so I've switched actually to watercolor and acrylic for my interiors for Divinica now because I can cover a lot more space
4: oh that's gonna be interesting to see
5: sliver of the time than it takes to do with Copic marker but for travel and for just general happy fun time, I love working with Copic markers. So you know, it's one of those things I need it all.
4: <laughs> wow, nice.
2: Um, so w- one of our good friends, uh, Billy Tucci, he uh, he's a local guy here uh, on Long Island, and we're pretty good friends with oh, him. Yeah, I love Billy Tucci. <laughs> he's, awesome. he's a good guy. So he's uh, he's done a lot of this crowdfunding. Um, on you know uh kickstarter yeah, different and, projects di- and different comics. projects have you thought about that or have, have you experienced any of that yourself have you uh done any or thinking about doing any
5: um with kickstarter i've taken i've like done art for other kickstarters so like i do a lot of lady death covers for their kickstarters you know they'll put me on any number of different tiers um As far as for myself personally, right now I've, I've given it tons of thought and it's just not at a point where it's for me maybe yet. Um, I'm, I'm not ruling it out. It's just, it it hasn't, I haven't been working on a project where it just seemed like Kickstarter was the way to go. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, it's just, I haven't gotten there yet.
4: Right. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, i I've seen I've seen uh, your your Lady Death stuff with you did it with uh, Brian Polito, I think the last one, uh, his last Kickstarter, I think, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah it was good stuff. Looks good. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so we've noticed that you've done mm-hmm. you know work for pretty much every publisher in the business at this point. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah close uh do, do you have um is there like a cover that you would consider like your most successful in terms of like i guess like you know like financially or like whatever or maybe even one that you just felt was the most successful to you
5: um interesting i i wouldn't necessarily want to like tag anything as like the most successful or one was mm-hmm. a bigger deal than the other or something like sure. that i would say that i did have um a career goal. <laughs> and at some point before I died, I wanted to be able to just draw a couple Harley pages. And so um I Jimmy
1: saw you Kamiyoti did the game was yeah. very
5: kind and <laughs> gave me a shot. Um and I got to draw five interior pages for Harley and her gang of Harleys. Um So that was that was a goal. It was one of those bucket list items, you know. So I was I was thrilled that I was able to do it. Um, I was I will be forever grateful to Jimmy Palmione and Amanda Connor for giving me a shot. Yeah. Um and then, you know, just being able to do covers for for all the companies that I've had a chance to work for thus far. I mean, it's I still have the like, oh my God, pinch me (laughs) 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 because I mean I just I, I love being able to do what I do. Um, I get to work from home and take care of my kids. It's just I, I feel so grateful.
0: <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Is there? Um, uh, but by the way, Jimmy's such a great guy. We've uh we had the pleasure of you know spending some time with him at, at New York Comic Con. Yeah. They had that their special uh, DC Universe Harley Quinn uh, headquarters. And he kind of basically gave us like, you know, we told him that because he, he's really good friends with Billy, too. And we're like, oh, yeah, he's like, let me let me take you guys around. He basically gave us like a guided tour. It was it was pretty cool. It was surreal for oh, us God, as, awesome. as you know, fans. Um, So some of the like outside of like the published stuff, do you have like a favorite like commission piece you did? I remember the one I saw you do last year. Is that the one for your um your newsletter? You did this Angela commission, which is one of the most amazing. Um, drawings of Angela I've ever seen done, by the way. Um do Thank you, you. It, it was incredible. I was like, how do I get this? Like, I need to find out and then I saw it was a giveaway for the newsletter. I was like, oh gosh. I was like, I wasn't on the newsletter yet. But um is there a, a piece that stands out to you um in terms of a commission side?
5: Well um since you brought up the
0: Angela,
5: that one was, <laughs> that one was particularly challenging. I'm not going to lie. It looks
0: like you put a he- um, heck of so a lot of work into it.
5: the story is with the Angela. And, and I'm, I'm so thrilled you brought her up because um, on December 1st, so I guess you're on my, my email list so you are aware, but like on December 1st, every year, I started this in 2017, I um, I give away an 11 by 17 commission for free. Um, and it's, I have like, just because of the time uh, it takes to do an 11 by 17 commission to color it and everything like that, it actually takes longer than to do an industry cover. Um, so I, I don't have a ton of time to do those. Um, but I do one at Christmas time. So, um, the 2018 winner of the contest was like, I want you to draw Angela from the spawn era. And I, I, I know this this person who won. I've known them for <laughs> years. They've been supporting me since like my first convention.
4: That's awesome. Um,
5: so it was really cool that they won. Because of course it's just a, a computerized raffle number picker thing, right? right? Yeah, you know, so I have no control over who wins. Um, and he and I was just like <laughs> Because I knew him well enough, I gave him so much for <laughs> <Shit, poor laughs> it. Pardon my language. Yeah. But I was just like, dude, oh my God. And he's like, yep, <laughs> all the chains, the wrists, <laughs> the whole thing. I mean, and he's like, I want it to look like that. It needs to be from the Capullo era.
0: And
5: I was like, oh my God. <laughs>
4: well,
0: well, you did. <laughs> that
5: didn't... is such a tough commission. Yeah. I
0: mean, you definitely <laughs> pulled out all the stops was really on that fun. one.
5: I, I went. <laughs> a little overboard (laughs) on the chains, I'm sure, but, um, I'd say that one has a, um, a fond memory to it because it was from the commission contest last year at Christmas time. And, you know, this year, I don't know what's going to be picked for whoever wins, (laughs) but it's, it's always, it's always a treat for me too, because, you know, um, People usually want to pick something they haven't seen me draw before, so it's challenging.
0: <laughs> well, well, we're crossing our fingers for, for all, us. All thinking. three <laughs> of us. <laughs> yeah. Um so you mentioned that, you know, you, you did some of the interiors for for Harley Quinn. I I know you've done other interiors too. How do you approach interiors differently than you do covers?
5: Covers are really about the pose. Mm-hmm. The pose. Okay. Now there are different types of covers in what I, the general covers that I do are generally a single character and they're, um, more pinup. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'll decide to not go pinup, but usually, um, I'm, I'm doing the limited book, you know, the limited book is lower numbers, higher mm-hmm. price, stuff like that. So, um, what I, what I try to do is really focus on the pose and the, the, the character herself. Generally, it's a female character, though I have done an Exo Man of War and a Bloodshot um, and then a, a Bruce Wayne for the Batman 50. But in general, I usually get asked to draw female characters. So um, I really try to think about their character, their personality, which pose would actually be appropriate for said character. Mm. You know, like Wonder Woman is a perfect example. She is a goddess she is regal you wouldn't necessarily put her in the same pose that harley quinn could get away with right does that make sense yep yeah, yeah. you know that's yeah, interesting I,
0: I feel like you're the first person that we've talked to and we've talked to a lot of artists we're big art guys ourselves who've ever kind of put it that way like you know taking the characters um characteristics and you know uh, you know applying that to the pose that's really interesting it is
5: yeah because it's all about their personality yeah. you right they otherwise you're just drawing uh a girl you know or a character like right. their personality needs to come out in that pose in my opinion wow. you know or or i choose to highlight a certain element of their character for a certain cover you know or i'm requested to highlight cert- certain things or you know we want this to be a, a fierce uh warrior girl pose well then i'll think about that and add that into her facial expression etc mm. cetera, etc cetera. Um, the thing with interior art is that it's all about the storytelling, right? So the pose, yes, it matters, but almost facial expression angle and mood are more important than the pose, whereas it flips for covers. So I'm really trying to study that, like the art of storytelling and, in comic art you know framed ink is a book i'm studying framed Mm. perspective because god i don't like drawing buildings (laughs) all of those things are where i'm really having to like put my nose in a book and start learning this kind of stuff because i really want the the series that i'm doing interiors for now divinica i want it to just like when you flip through the pages i want you to just dive into it and not be able to put it down, you know, and I I've got to do some studying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That was, those are great answers to that question. Probably the best I think we've had in like a question like that.
2: Thank you. Nice. Hey, are there, are there any characters you'd like to work on in the future? Could
5: you repeat that? I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. Are there any characters that you would, uh, that you would like to work on in the future?
5: Wow. So many, (laughs) but the thing is, is I want to be ready for them when the time, like when the job were to come to me, I want to know I can do it and I can nail it. And so, you know, there are, there are things now that I would of course love to do, but you know, I'm not sure if I would, if I'm really like ready for that. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? it you does know, like i would feel so badass if i drew a spider-man <laughs> but i know that the buildings would would probably kill me <laughs> at this point but you know what if in if in 10 years i can like nail a spider-man cover i would be so proud of myself
0: that'd be awesome <laughs> so 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 we
5: um to answer that seriously I've, I've always really wanted to draw um something with wonder woman and something with harley um but again, at this point, what I really want more than anything is to take Divinica through to the end and for it to just be epic <laughs> <laughs> because it's not just Divinica. There's goddesses from every pantheon of mythology that tie into the character Divinica and the, and the series and the everything that we're doing, and it's just so cool. And so really, I think my answer would have to be, the character that I'm working on now, and the series that I'm working on now.
0: All right. So si- since we got to that topic, we'll, we have a couple more questions, but we'll circle back to them. Let's go into Davinica. Okay. It's your co-created um, project with uh, J.P. Roth, like you said earlier, yeah. right? And it's published by her company at Rothic. So, how about you tell us a little bit about what Davinica is, and you know what stands out, what you think stands out about um, the character, and the story, of course.
5: Okay, she <laughs> is tough. She's had to deal with a lot. What she's had to deal with, we're not really sure yet. Well, mm. you won't be
4: sure We're yet, not
0: sure and yet. <laughs> <to keep
5: watching. laughs> and, but she has had to face so many things. And what she has to do in the future, in the different series and the, the challenges that are set before her, Um, she's going to be figuring out with you along the way. And so I, I love that about this character. She has a purpose, but she doesn't know it yet. And she's still figuring it out. And we're all going to be figuring out what it is that she needs to do because she is going to wake up in issue five in just the most messed up version of our world that that you could imagine. Basically <laughs> take all the good out of the world and get rid of it. There's wow. no life, there's no There's no animals, there's no plants, there's just nothing. So it's a desolate wasteland. Kind of you could say it has a post-apocalyptic look to it, but it's not really post-apocalyptic. Mm. So that twist, again, I have to keep my mouth shut because mm-hmm. I am like such <laughs> a bean spiller. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> So I'm, I'm trying to be careful about that, and I don't want to ruin the story for everyone. But no, it ties I mean, I'm into though. mythology, and we're mostly focusing on goddesses, and we're taking them from all different pantheons of mythology. Because, yes, in the Greek mythology, there is most attributes from goddesses are covered. You know, um, you can find a a goddess in Hindu mythology that's very similar to, say, a a goddess in Greek mythology. If Mm -hmm. you look at their attributes, they're actually quite the same. It's just the Hindu version, right? Yeah. So we're going to take the Hindu version. We're going to take the the Chinese version. We're going to make it as global as we possibly can to just... To, to bring in more people, to help someone feel that they are also represented in a comic book, their culture. And we, we try our very best to make sure it's as respectful as we possibly, possibly can. Um, and it's been really fun to, to do that and to get to study, you know, other mythologies and other other histories and stuff. And so for me, it's just been a wealth of enjoyment to draw.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That that's awesome that that you said that because oh sorry about that there's so many you know when you look around even like when you go to comic book convention you know there's people from all walks of life all you know colors um all you know races and religion and you know they're looking for stuff you know everybody yeah. wants to be represented in comic books and that's awesome that you guys are are going that route with it uh, it's really cool you have a question JJ? sorry no I was cutting I'm cutting one of our own members off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you didn't have a question i'm nope. sorry <laughs> um so when when can people uh, get this next is so has the first issue come out already
5: well divinica one through four we're focusing on um different goddesses kind okay. of to get everybody going right and mm-hmm. then divinica issue five is where we are introducing the titular character and the style of the book is still fully done traditional which is how we're doing it but it's, it's going way more into an actual paneled comic book story series.
1: Um, gotcha. the,
5: the first th- four were one shots, um, that yeah. were just about that specific goddess. And so we did, um, the first one we did was Aphrodite, you know, cause it's, it's something familiar for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, the next one we did, we went to, um, first nation gods and we did, um, Nokomis. and, um, then, um, Native American. In Canada, we refer as First Nation. Um, And then uh, we did Isis, the goddess of Egypt. Mm -hmm, And then we mm -hmm. did Magu, who's a Chinese goddess. Um, And generally, they all focus around women and and life and creation and all of that. Those kind of things, you know, uh, health, knowledge. You know, those are the kind of goddesses that we've been focusing on. And then on issue five is where we are introducing the titular character where you'll actually see Divinica herself and find out how she ties in to the mythologies and what we're doing. So issue five is really just for you to get to know her and the world that she actually lives in now.
0: That's cool, I have to catch up now. Yeah. (laughs)
5: Yeah, so we had to like come up with the environment, set up the world you know decide exactly what she's going to be wearing like the whole visual side of it we had to figure out so like that's the interesting thing for me about this series and it it's not going to come out as fast as a regular comic book you know one a month right because i'm drawing inking painting the whole thing and each one (laughs) is character creation world build and design
4: (laughs)
0: That's so impressive. Like starting
5: a new comic book series with every book because that's how JP runs <laughs> in my role. We make it as difficult as possible for ourselves. <laughs>
0: hey, hey, at least at least you know you know the people who are doing it, right? Yep. <laughs> so, so when does issue five? When is issue five going to be available? Do you guys have a date yet?
5: Yes, uh, we are going to be um, putting it out in previews for solicits um, in. The beginning of december and so that's for um early march march uh published
0: awesome that's that's exciting a- and and are you guys doing a bunch of covers for that as well i think i saw a couple on the rothic website there look that look pretty cool yep
5: lots
0: of art <laughs> lots of that's art cool. yeah that, that's what we love I, I i was looking at some of the covers right and you know the the art that you shared with us is is just beautiful um you know we we, we, we won't say what it is in case it, it's yeah, yeah. It spoilerific but um we we appreciate you uh, sharing that with oh, us. And...
5: and yeah, you guys can totally um, post it or oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> all
0: right. All right. Well, <laughs> well, thank you. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk about that after we do the first goodbye. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> um, these covers, these covers yeah. are st- are stunning. Even even the older issues you had, uh, the Aphrodite. I mean, it's a beautiful cover.
5: Thank you so much. Yeah.
0: That's cool. We're, so we're, we're really excited for that. Um, and we're going to read it and we're going to definitely tell all our uh, all our followers to, you know, check it out as well. Um, so the one last the one last question that we did want to ask. So, you know, you mentioned some of the pretty heavy hitters earlier as your artistic influences in the in the business, you know, like J. Scott Campbell and, you know, Mark Silvestri, Michael Turner. Um, did you ever? I mean, I'm sure at the cons you've run into them. Have you ever had a chance to like speak to them and get like maybe any meaningful advice from those guys?
5: Believe it or not, yes. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> one time, uh, so this is this is one of those stories that like it still baffles me that that this worked out. But I was at Emerald City Comic Con um, nice. in. was 2015 and um a friend of mine came up and was like oh uh you're packing up your table right now because you need to leave for a bit and i'm like wait a minute no the show's not over what is happening (laughs) i literally never leave my table if i can help it (laughs) so i was just like what is going on j scott campbell comes up and he's like um don how would you like to go for lunch and you can have an art class and so all of my friends had worked it all out. So J.P. Roth, Sabine, everyone—they they know what uh, how much I admire J. Scott Campbell's art, and they worked it out. He was there for a signing with Stan Lee for a couple hours, and he took time out of his day, which is unbelievably busy. I can only imagine.
4: Yeah. To <laughs>
5: take me out for coffee and at, basically let me ask him any art-related question. I could think of. That... And he g- gave me a little art class and explained certain things about anatomy and like drew on a piece of paper for me, and I was just <laughs> like, I, I actually like immediately started crying when he <laughs>
4: told me <Wow>. that.
5: <laughs> so it was, it's just so meaningful. Like the the support and kindness that I've felt from the artists that I admire in the industry has just been unbelievable. Um, They've really given us a lot of advice, a lot of help. Um, When J.P. Roth and I first started, we printed our comic book at Kinko's. It was the wrong spec. I drew everything on printer paper because I had no idea. (laughs) Uh, We took our prints and rolled them up and tied them with bows. (laughs) And and what we've learned now has come through trial and error and a lot of support and advice from these artists that you know, EBAS has helped us a ton. you know, i love his the, work the too. whole aspen crew joe benitez vince mm-hmm. hernandez uh peter steigerwald they all supported us and gave us advice and told us what we needed to who we needed to talk to and how we needed to do to do it and you know we will always be grateful to them
0: that's great yeah it's awesome it's uh it's it's good um it's, it's a good story for you know anyone who's an aspiring artist to hear Absolutely. And, uh, thank you for sharing that. That's that's really cool. So, so so
2: when are we going to see some collaboration between you and J. Scott Campbell? <laughs> I,
5: I did a connecting cover with J. Scott Campbell in 2012, I believe. Really? JP Roth's Southern Nightgown.
0: Oh, we got we to we track that down. We're going to find that one. <laughs> yeah.
5: Or maybe it was 2013. I may have gotten my dates mixed up. But anyway, a while ago. Oh, don't and, worry. Yeah, that was... That was a fangirl happiness moment.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the internet will find it. Don't yeah. We? <laughs> we're
2: we're 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 all we're also big J. Scott Campbell fans. We uh we 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 tend to buy every single one of his covers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. I, yeah, I, I, I don't have
5: blame a, you, man. They're i
0: a, so good. I have a big affinity with Mary Jane, and all he does is draw Mary Jane. It's very it's very <laughs> tough to say now. <laughs> so so
2: the, the the last thing I just want to ask about. So you do a lot of live work on Twitch. Yes. Um, how does that work for you? Do you enjoy doing that? You know, what are the pros and cons of that? This,
5: um, You know, I, I'm very camera shy. Um, so initially it was very difficult. I would stand there and pace back and forth for like 20 <laughs> minutes, just trying to work up the courage to click record. Um, <laughs> since then... <laughs> You know, and I'd be nervous. My hands would be shaking for, like, the first 15, 20 minutes as well until I could get used to, like, everybody talking or, you know, like, just what am I going to do? Am I going to fail on camera? I mean, I have failed on camera. I've done some <laughs> colossal disaster pieces. But, you know, it's really helped me not have that fear. I mean, I would have avoided you guys talk to, for a podcast just because I'm so shy if I hadn't had... That practice with twitch um, I I would say that the the initial thing is probably just getting used to the multitask element mm. of drawing and trying to meet a deadline while also reading and trying to interact
4: right
1: um,
5: and so for me sometimes it's it's the like how much focus to put on which which thing you know if you're focusing too much on drawing you're going to be pretty boring, you know? And then, so I'm always like trying to get the right balance. And so that's always, I think going to, going to always be a little bit of a challenge to find the right balance and continue to get work done. But it's been so cool in the way that, um, usually in comics you're under a pretty strong non-disclosure agreement, right? Um, but the publishers that I've worked with thus far have all given me permission to live stream on Twitch.
6: That's Um, cool. That's awesome.
5: Yeah. And I guess that they see the value too, because, you know, word is getting out to maybe people on the Twitch platform that aren't on Facebook or something like that. And it's not like I have a massive following by any means. I am slow grow, but, um, it's still, I think it just, it brings a little bit more of a community around the piece. And I'm just loving the community of people that, that have followed me from Facebook to Twitch. Um, and it's, it's just fun. You know, now, now that I'm feeling more comfortable, it is a lot more like a party. So if you are planning to come to the December 1st Twitch party... It'll be fun.
2: That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I I've, have to mark our calendars. I've, I've caught a few of your Twitch streams, and I, I enjoy watching them. It's just, it's it's a fun thing to watch other artists, you know, do their work and uh, see how they do it. It's 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 quite amazing.
0: Yeah, I'm so impressed by people who like do that, and then read the comics comments too. We're uh, we're friends with Crees. He's another artist from. Uh, from long island and he does like twitch all the time i was like i don't know how you do this man i was like there's so many comments and then you're like drawing at the same time i don't know how you stay focused but you know kudos to you guys for doing that oh, thank you all right so now uh we really appreciate that you joined us today and um we're gonna send out all the 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 words to all the people we know on the street on uh on divinica yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, we'll get we'll get the exact date for you and tell everyone to uh to to put that on their pull list at their local comic shops, but uh you know we wish you um a huge success with that, and um hopefully we're, we're we'll uh, we'll talk to you in the future about um about new uh new, new issues of Divinity. Absolutely.
5: <laughs> boop, boop.
0: Thank you <laughs> so much. All right, Don. Thank you again. It was it was so much uh, fun having you on the show, and uh, we wish you uh, all the best. Thank you. You too.
5: You guys rock
0: we try <laughs> <laughs> all right great thank thank you so much don that was a lot of fun you had some amazing answers to some of the questions we had um i really like that whole um thing you talked about with the um you know bringing the character into um into the drawing I, i've never even thought about that but i'm definitely going to keep my eye out for especially in your drawings
5: thank you yeah it I was pretty try cool not to disappoint <laughs>
0: So, um, so you said you were okay with, um, with us posting it. So we're going to release this episode for December 9th. We do like, we usually release two episodes a month. So the next one we're releasing is the ninth and we'll, what, what will happen is when you hear it, we're actually going to, we'll thread in some like, you know, current news that's happening and we'll probably have like an ending segment, but your interview will be like the main point of focus, You're the, focus. the episode. Yeah.
5: That
0: sounds awesome. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, uh, you know, if you're uh, if you're comfortable with it, of course. Um, you know, when we post it, you know, so we post on Don't Feed the Geeks and Long Island Comic Guys. If you can just share it on your end, if you wouldn't mind, that would be 100%. so great. Yeah. Um, and then you know, if there's any other information about the book that you want to send us in the email, uh, let us know. And you know, when we when we put the post out there, we'll make sure to include all that information. Absolutely.
5: Sweet. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. No, this it.
0: was fun. We're, no, we're, thank we're you. We're so glad oh. we could we could work it out. I know, you know, with your schedule it it gets tough, but we're we're glad we could uh we could do this one when we did.
4: Yeah. Thank
0: you. <laughs> All right. All right. Um you guys have any No, I questions? think we're
2: good. And I can you know look yeah. forward to seeing another show.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, we're we sure. we already <laughs> marked our calendars for December first. So. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So, right. have a good night, Don. We'll, we'll we'll let you go and get back yeah, to your responsibilities. Yeah. Happy holidays to you.
5: Yes. Happy holidays. <laughs> happy holidays to you guys as well. Thank yeah. you again
0: so much. Oh, oh Don. One more question. Is there um, um a picture of yourself that you'd want to use if you want to send that, like a promotional picture? I can send you an example of like the type of promos we send out if that helps. But any type of promotional picture, we have um you know um one of our the guy who couldn't be here, Bojo, he usually puts together all those um those graphics for us.
5: Okay, yes, I'll make sure to get something to you. I I don't have any updated ones, so I have red hair in there. Yeah,
0: I mean, whatever you're comfortable (laughs) using, and that's what we'll use. Cool. All right, have a good night, Dawn. All right, thank you, Dawn. Thank you, You you, Dawn. Good night. Bye. All right, we want to thank Dawn again. That was a great interview, super informative. She definitely taught us some stuff. Really
2: nice. I, I like her. She was very pleasant to talk to. I can't wait. To- I'd like to get her on
0: the show again. And, and now we've we've turned our teleporters on. Uh, the dungeon master disappeared back to his own home to his, uh, his basement. And we <laughs> and we, dele- and, we uh, and we brought in Toy Story and Bojo. It's his dungeon. Yeah. It's his dungeon. <laughs> not- uh, yeah. He's not a master of nothing. It's obviously a dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. So. Um, we have kind of a fun ending segment, seeing that it is the holiday season, uh, mm. and we uh, we don't want to waste any of our really good, fun segments that we were going to put a lot of work into. <laughs> <laughs> is that code for none of us did that? <laughs> um, no, I think we have a couple on the back burner that we yeah, want. to I do. Yeah, I have a few on the back okay. burner. It's all good. All right. So we think this is kind of a fun change of pace. What's that? Uh, w- since it's the holiday season, what are our favorite heroes... Favorite meals for the holidays. Huh. So, like, I'll give you an example. Give us an example. <laughs> so, let's say Batman. Batman. He obviously loves turkey, but only the dark
3: meat. Yeah. <laughs> y- you're wrong. You're <laughs> wrong. It's... <laughs> it's Lobster Thermidor. No. Anyone who's seen Lego Batman knows that. No, it's a dark meat. No, 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 no. <laughs> My God, I love that movie. It's, it's a great movie. It's so actually. good. It's such a wonderful celebration of him. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so. This is this is kind of fun. It um, is. I, I what would Swamp Thing is. have for for
0: a holiday meal? Oh, you're you're doing tough stuffing. ones. Do you have an answer? Stuffing? No. I <laughs> stuffing?
1: Yeah, I feel like stuffing. I don't you know think why. he'd be okay with stuffing? <laughs> what like is, what does he eat? Probably cranber- he have, like, cranberry- he looks looks cranberries. Cranberries.
0: canned cranberries.
3: He'd probably have like yams.
0: No, right? I have I have the right, the perfect person for cran cranberries. But- <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> I feel oh. like the the most generic one would be Superman. Superman's gonna eat all his meat and vegetables first, and his potatoes, and then he's like, "I really want a nice apple slice of apple pie." Oh, <laughs> good. He, would, he would have apple pie. You think yeah. he'd eat meat? I know in the Jeff
3: Johns run of, of, yeah, I'm getting into it. I know in the Jeff Johns run, he loved hot dogs, which just seems like a really weird huh. thing. But I, I also feel like hot dogs are all the discard meat, so like Superman would be all about. Not wasting.
2: It doesn't matter to him because it doesn't affect him in any way. It is
0: great. He, he can he can have the whole pie and be like, "Hey, I'm going to be the same weight tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Seven hundred and fifty pounds." All right. Let's <laughs> let's get to the one everyone's wondering. JJ, what is Aquaman? Eating?
1: I'm, I'm going to wager know, not fish. You know, you
0: know,
2: well, there is a turkey fish, also known as the lionfish. So he'll have a turkey fish. <gasps> Bam!
0: Interesting.
2: Check that out. Wow. A turkey You're fish is known that. as a lionfish. <laughs> so yes, he is having you
0: see, lionfish. All that time you spend it under the sea finally helped. <laughs> <That's
2: right>. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what he does is he wraps it. When he when he cooks, he wraps it in, in, in seaweed. Oh, you know, steams it. Steams nice. it, steams Ooh, it yeah. in seaweed because it gets that flavoring nice from the salt. flavor. <laughs> yes. Oh,
3: God. He brines it in the, brine- the ocean. See?
4: He brines it. <laughs> oh <Yeah. my>
2: <laughs>
3: That's great. Very...
0: Oh my god. gosh!
2: Little side of urchin. <laughs> he eats. Trust me, he's, it's good. I yeah, was just eats. gonna make a
3: joke that he eats crabby patties, but <laughs> your, your
2: answer is uh, so much better. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. No, he first. would never have crabby patties. Look it
0: up. Turkey fish. Also um, known as lionfish. I'm, lion I'm fish. going to <laughs> lion o fish. Lion-o. <laughs> All right. What about you, Toy Story? You have a fun one. I'll tell you. I'll tell you my the one who eats the cranberry in a can. Yeah, the let canada, me hear that. Definitely Spider Man. He's always poor. <laughs> I believe. I was in the, the, the Tobey Maguire Spider Man movie, yeah. he was he was the one tasked with That's picking right. up the can uh, the canned cranberries. One. That is <laughs> right. <laughs> I forgot about that.
1: I would have said a sandwich of all the leftovers the next I, day. I oh. I
2: opened up three cans for for this past Thanksgiving. Nice. Did you really? Three. three I, you cans. know what? I made as, up all three. As a kid, I love that crap. As a kid, I, I didn't
0: like it. As much, but as I've gotten older, like I had a couple slices, and I was like, I'm trying not to eat too much of it, but I was like, one more. <laughs> so I had one more turkey, and then like four without turkey. <laughs>
2: I told my wife, you can just open up a can and put it on my plate, and I will I, put a spoon only in. Only the canned I will eat kind, it. though. Oh, and that's, that's the only time can... That's the
0: only kind I like too. We like, have... I don't want you to mess around, like make me something fancy. It's like no, I want the with I want the the marks of the can in <laughs> it, so you know where to cut it. <laughs> we, we have
2: both. We have the fancy kind and the canned and yeah, one, the canned and I kind. and I, I'm the only one that eats the canned kind.
3: Oh, I love it. That's let, funny. Let those bourgeois. I even have a, the fancy we even kind. have a
2: special cranberry canned spoon that's made just for. It's vintage. That's
0: great. I gotta you gotta show me that. Uh, it's that. awesome. That's probably pretty cool. Who, who are the f- fun ones? Flash, flash. <laughs> what he
2: you, you can't you can't see what he eats. He eats it so fast.
0: I feel like he's mac and cheese guy.
3: <laughs> I feel like he would carb load. He would definitely yeah. have like trays
0: of lasagna. Yeah. What would I want? Yeah, because
2: was... because if he ate turkey, I mean they would just put him to sleep.
0: Yeah. Wonder Woman would eat like venison. <laughs> <laughs> one that the one that she caught herself. Yeah. Does she eat meat?
1: I don't
3: know.
0: Well, in our version, they all eat meat. <laughs> may give her gas. <laughs> 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 Let's see. Uh, let's do some villains.
1: Oh, okay. Joker. Joker.
3: No. Let's... It depends on whatever the family he's uh, who, who he kills. He's killing. Yeah, whatever they have on the table.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a very bloody steak. I could see that.
3: What's wrong with rare steak? I love rare steak. Are you call me the Joker. What's going on?
0: I like medium rare. Medium rare. Yeah. No. Do you like
1: your cows still
0: moving? Oh no, yeah. No, buddy. No, no
2: no 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 no. Yeah, no.
0: buddy. I'll do. I'll do medium rare at a good place. I don't like it overly bloody. I also don't like black and blue, which I've had a couple times. No,
3: black and blue is a little rough for me. Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. Well, who
2: else? We're pulling here. We're pulling.
3: We're pulling. Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously, the Green Goblin has pumpkin pie. Yes, of <laughs> yes, <course. laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank there we go. Thank you. you thank see?
0: Ah. <laughs> uh. So I tough. Know. I don't know. Green lantern. Yeah, obviously, it's lame, the lamest thing ever. It's the green beans, lame. almondine. <laughs> a green bean casserole. <laughs> yeah. uh, a vulture would probably have duck. Vulture? Duck, right. You said the vulture, though? Yeah. <laughs>
3: duck. That's pretty good. You ever heard of turkey vultures? What, turkey vultures? Ha- no, I haven't. You think Howard uh, would eat
0: duck? Who? You think Howard would eat duck? <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably I think eat he's chicken. Cannibal. Yeah, probably. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to have a turducken.
3: <laughs> turducken. He'll <laughs> eat the chicken and the duck. <laughs> I'm the turducken. <laughs> mm. Yeah,
2: this is a weird one. Yeah, it's
3: it's fun. Oh, sorry. It's a you have change to have the turkey and the chicken. And then he would be the turducken. Sorry. <laughs> you would, you're right. I
0: forgot which fowl he was. <laughs> wow. The Did you say the word fowl in a sentence. Yeah, I desperately want <laughs> to say fowl. Yes. Amazing. The Riddler would probably have mystery meat. Mystery. <laughs> <media>. <laughs> we would never know what the
3: Riddler
1: had. Oh gosh, what are the heroes out there? Out there we we would like did so many.
0: Iron Man, like probably a caviar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he'd have a um burger. Oh, burger from Burger King. Schwummer?
0: Burger from Burger <laughs> King. <gasps> oh, he would. He does like burgers.
1: <laughs> Instead of going to Thanksgiving dinner, he <laughs> have his limo driver drive to Burger King. Happy. Happy Hogan. Happy.
3: Oh, what would Happy Hogan have? A hoagie. <laughs> oh my god. All right. That's that's enough. That's yeah. enough. I think we've we've beaten this today.
0: <laughs> All right. We'll I, don't think we've done it. I don't I think we should continue. No. Hey, a more open conversation oh, than something, you know, I narrowed don't. down to a, a specific topic where some of us fall asleep, usually Jamie.
4: <laughs> what?
0: What? Exactly. <laughs> All right. So we didn't have any special announcements. What's going on? Anything coming up? Christmas presents. Yeah, we Yay. have
2: our, we we have our uh, Christmas party coming up. Yeah, which we is, do.
0: Uh, it's a uh, it's our Santa swap. Uh, if any of you guys have been long term followers, uh, I think the first episode we did was right after um, was, the yeah. Santa swap. Yep. So we posted some pictures back in the day. Uh, if you want to really do a deep dive, you can see that. So we do um, basically what it is is that it's kind of like a Yankee swap. But we don't use the word Yankee because one of our former guests, Tom Pilari, is a really big Mets fan. He doesn't accept the use of the word Yankee in the <laughs> invitation.
3: I mean, I'd second that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Mets fan too. But. Yeah. Uh, so basically. And so
3: is Spider Man. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this year we're doing. I'm hosting. Uh, change of pace from bars and having uh, awkward drunks come over and say,
1: Hey, what are you doing over here? What <laughs> kind of
0: comic is that? And
1: also that sweet $1,000 bill at the end. Yeah. Yeah, a, yeah.
0: that is pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but so, you know, everyone brings a gift. Uh, we give out numbers. Uh, yeah. The first person who picks goes to the table. Anyone after that can either steal that gift or open up a gift that hasn't been opened, and you know you can keep yeah. stealing uh, each gift once per round. Uh, it's pretty fun. If you want to do it with your friends, uh, I, I think it would be a fun thing if yeah. you have enough uh, comic geeks to hang out did with. You guys all get something gifts like that. yet. I did. I did. Yep. I did. I I got, got mine. too
1: no, dude, just draw something, please. Yeah, For yeah. The, I you know. still
0: owe you still owe Mike Caro. I joking. am well aware of what I still owe Mike Caro. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I literally am like, oh, I have to make time to. Next do time we do this, you just actually to draw. Yeah.
2: What you should do is get Mike Caro to
3: draw
0: it, <laughs> <laughs> and then you just put your name on
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how that works.
1: Yeah. Oh, his stuff is so good. I
0: know. Are any of you guys checking out the uh, the Grasshopper. So I, I don't will think be... I could go so for
1: like... the raffle at night. I'm gonna try and
0: my 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 wife today
2: went to Grasshopper Com... Grasshopper Comics oh, Grasshopper, Grasshopper. Comics today <laughs> and bought a bunch of raffle tickets Nice. and uh, talked to uh, the owner there too, and he explained all the you know cool. Uh, Giveaways that they're doing. Yeah, so, I
0: think they just sent out the email yep. um, about all the prizes. I will. I
2: will be going. Uh, JJ here. I'll be going down to uh, drop off a toy, and also uh, I'm going to stay for the uh, for the raffle. Nice. uh From my understanding, which they explained to to my wife today, was uh, when your number gets chosen, you get to choose anything. Yes. Um, if you're not there and your name gets chosen, you get whatever's left over. Yeah. So. When does the raffle start? Anytime after eight. It never starts on time.
0: So, oh, so it's late. I think last year it started at like nine or 10. Yeah. The, by the time they got to the art stuff, it was super late. Wait, yeah. like PM. Yeah. Yes. I
3: know that, uh, they usually have guests either drawing or signing yeah. during Joe, the day. Is, yeah. Is Joe Kelly going to be there? I'm hoping,
2: year, uh, Adam Kubert's going to be there.
0: Uh um, I, I do know that, um, Ming Chen, is he, uh, one of the comic book men? Oh, comic book boy. Yes. He's going to be he's, actually he's James Taylor oh, yeah. yeah. in the fourth is also going to be there. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Hold, hold, hold. Um, I think Tom Travers is going to be there. Um, Lula Lucas is going to be there. They have I think they usually have some Kubert guys there too. Yeah. Uh there's someone else I'm unfortunately can't remember right now. I
2: don't remember. I, I just remember the dude from the comic book Man yeah. was going to be. But there. um I we,
0: a, I'm I, I don't know why I didn't repost it, but um our buddy Mike Carroll did this amazing uh Doctor Doom painting that he just donated for the charity raffle too, so that's another awesome piece that's going to be uh in there. It's a very exciting and yeah. it goes for a great cause. Um, it's the John painting. I believe foundation does yep. it say it, that's holiday
3: it. Cha- the holiday charity raffle yes does it say it's, it's a John Thieson children's foundation children's foundation that was that's the part pretty I was awesome missing. yeah it's what, pretty
0: cool it's a local charity too. yeah
2: and what's the owner's name what's his what's the do we know what the owner's name of grasshopper is do you know
0: I don't know, I'm
3: sorry. That was like John or something. Yeah, it is John. I don't he, know his last name, yeah. but it's John.
2: I mean he's been really good. He's been tagging us yeah. in all
0: his posts. Yo, that's a ton of stuff up for Raffle. Yeah, that's yeah. A lot. The, the the stuff is pretty amazing the, that they Something have. they they announced today was
2: a week long um stay at a uh uh Myrtle Beach. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jeez. The only I, thing you have to pay for is the transportation. I love Myrtle so Beach. So it's a, what do you call uh-huh. those? A timeshare at Myrtle Beach, a week long stay at
1: Myrtle
3: Beach yeah. at some resort.
1: One week vacation, for Landing Resort. That's funny. But Isn't that great?
3: But there's also a Yoda life-size statue from Satchel Yes.
1: Dude, these are good prizes. Yep. That's awesome.
0: There's some tool sets.
1: Billy Joel yeah. tickets are expensive. That's Batman
3: good. cowl
0: signed by Christian yeah, I Bale. Mean, I mean, to say the least, you want to check this out. It's for a great cause, and there's a lot of, you know, a lot of great people donate really great things to this um, charity event. So if you're in the area... If you're not, you know, you don't have to stay for the raffle. Again, it's better if you do, if you wanted to pick something specific. But if you're really more into just, you know, like entering the raffle and, you know, getting with whatever and, you know, supporting a good cause, uh, we highly recommend that. And I believe they're also taking um, toy donations as well. So, you know, again, if you don't want to do the raffle and you just want to donate a toy, absolutely do that. And, you know, they're going to have some great guests there during the day.
1: so many prizes.
0: All right. Uh, Anything else from you guys? I think we're good.
2: No, I think we're good.
0: All right, so great episode, great interview. Um, it's great to have all you guys here. Glad I could make it
1: for the interview. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time. We didn't, even, <laughs>
0: we didn't even address that. We didn't address the last time we saw you. Was it Was it June? Was that the last time you were on You mean episode? like six months ago? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sounds about right. Pretty
3: sure it was when Toy Story 4 was out in theaters. Yeah, Perhaps. I think so. That's a lie. I'm sorry. I just wanted to work the Toy Story
0: angle, and i was really sorry. All right, so let's circle off here. Uh, so how do we usually do this?
2: Until next time. Remember.
0: Oh, remember. (laughs) You do it again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Until next time, remember.